0: Welcome to Smashed, the podcast where I write terrible romance short stories using the game Mash to give me the plot points. I'm your author, a slightly drunk 28-year-old who's not sure what fake name I should use. J.J. St. Clair, Jamin spears I don't fucking know. I just don't want you to know who I am. So how did we end up here? Well, a couple of weeks ago, I got cut Kindle Unlimited, and discovered the beautiful, horrifying world of self-published romance novels. Do I know if they're self-published? I fucking hope they are. Why? If you've ever been in a hormonal woman who's had too many wines, you may know what these romance novels are, but for the rest of you emotionally stable people, let me give you the tea. On Kindle, there are just so many romance novels that feature problematic themes and characters that I obviously love was this my first journey into romance novels? Absolutely not. My grandmother also introduced me to romance novels. What the fuck, you ask? It can't be that creepy. Well, it is. My grandma wrote and collected romance novels to the point in her house had bookcases lining the walls with the books stacked three books deep. I actually used to buy her these books for Christmas. There was me, eight years old, buying some novel about a pirate, deep-throating some girl in the middle of a grocery store, and everyone just let me. But hey, the 90s was a different time, am I right? So anyways, as I am balls deep into reading another terrible romance novel on Kindle, I get an idea. Hey, I could write this shit. It doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> Except I don't know what plot point to use. There's just so many themes that used over and over again. How could I ever choose? Enter in M.A.S.H the game every middle school girl has done to convince her and her friends she was going to marry Shane West. And thus, MASH was born. Every week, I play a game of MASH to tell me what elements I am going to use to write a romance short story. Uh, Right now, the categories, I have the heroine's name, the love interest's name, The setting, and a curveball. The curveball is where I get to put in some of the inane plot points I've read that are generally confusing, but are honestly the best part of the book. So I'm going to play the game. It's going to tell me what to do, and over a week, I'm going to write it. So let's get fucking into it. So I'm going to give you my match results from this week. The girls, our heroine's name is going to be Leela. Our boy's name is Damon. Ooh. The setting is the moon, which like I don't know why I did because it was really difficult as you will see. And I did have an incredible curveball, but I'm going to try to save it towards the end so it can be sort of a surprise like it should be. So as Leela and Damon are on the moon for this romance novel, I have named my story Lunar Love. Wow, 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 I don't know how to make music. This is the transition music. Wow, 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 wow. Leela had no choice. She had to cut his oxygen off. Leela stared into Damon's eyes as she mouthed the words, Sorry, as she pressed the button to cut off the life-supporting oxygen flow. In a matter of minutes, he would die. Damn it, Leela, you killed me, Damon yelled as he tore off his space helmet. He shook out his shaggy brown hair, letting it settle over his mournful gray-green-blue eyes. You could have transferred auxiliary power to my life suit, and I would would have been able to assist in landing the craft, he argued as he approached Leela. Leela's eyes flashed with anger, and she put her hands on her hip. Then I wouldn't have lights to see, you moron, Leela threw back. They only had one more week until the mission to the moon to save the world from an unnecessary plot point, and she still wasn't on board with her solitary team member. They had only met a few weeks prior, but it seemed like every week she turned around, he was there breathing down her neck and arguing with her for control. These training scenarios were meant to bring them together, but it always caused friction and not the good pubic kind. Leela's mind was dragged back to the present, and she huffed out a breath. <sighs> she stared up at Damon, pulling herself up to her full 5'3", and tried to stare down his 6'5 frame. And I'm captain of this space mission, so you can just go screw yourself, Leela glared. Suddenly, the air rippled with tension, but not the angry tension Leela had grown accustomed to. Confused. Leela took a step closer to Damon. Slowly, her eyes traveled from his smoldering gaze down to his downturned, full mouth. Damon broke the silence, stepping back and clearing his throat. <coughs> <coughs> I have to check the uh, thrusters, he trailed off, distracted by the word thrust. What in the world was that, Leela thought. The only mooning I should be doing is for the actual moon. Two weeks later, Leela had looked through the spaceship's port window at the surface of the moon. Science had come so far that the trip to the moon was incredibly fast and without issue. However, the two scientists had to go into cryogenic sleep for the duration of the trip. Side note, I had to Google the word cryogenic. Normally, Leela did not mind the lengthy nap these trips afforded. However, as she had climbed into her pod to go under, Damon had stepped by to discuss last-minute details. His clean, musky scent had filled her nose as she slipped under, and she had dreamed rather graphic dreams about her co-worker the entire time. Since waking up, she couldn't shake the dream and found... Every opportunity to graze past him while she floated around the ship. I can't wait to get off this goddamn ship," she muttered to herself as she slipped into her astronaut suit. Damon floated by, his intoxicating musk filling Leela's nose. Ready to take the next step, Damon asked. Leela started. Oh, what, "What? What did you say?" she asked incredulously. I said, ready to go to the next step, Damon said slowly, gesturing to the exit manual they had been working on. Oh, yeah, let's get going, Leela recovered. Damn dream and damn man scent, she thought. The pair drifted to the shuttle door. Hold on, Leela, you have a strap undone. Damon reached towards the back of Leela's neck and adjusted the strap towards her helmet. His touch lingered on her shoulder and beneath the 15 layers of protective clothes, his touch burned, Leela. She shuddered. You okay? Damon muttered huskily. She turned towards him. Honestly, no. There is chemistry here, and I'm not just talking about our mission. It is a distraction, and I believe, for the benefit of humanity, we need to address our relationship, Leela frankly stated. Ugh. If I'm understanding you uh, correctly, you think we need to have sex to save the world? Damon stared at her. That's a copy, she said, holding her breath. (gasps) Damon paused, staring deeply into her eyes. All aboard then, Captain. He grinned as he slowly began to undo the straps of his own helmet. Damon and Leela stared at each other as they began the arduous process of removing their suits. As Lila took her helmet off, her long hair cascaded down her shoulders, perfectly curled from the humidity of her helmet. You're beautiful, Damon breathed as he brushed her hair with his gloved hand, his giant gloved space hand. I really just need you to picture that space hand. Well, sweet. The movement tangled her hair into the suit, and then they spent several long seconds getting her hair unwrapped. Once the hair fell loose, their hands touched, causing their eyes to drift up to each other's faces. Damon leaned in to kiss Leela, but the suit was in the way. They looked like two turtles trying to french, but their shell was in the way. Hurry, Leela commanded. They maintained eye contact over the next five minutes as they removed layer after layer after layer after layer of clothing. Finally, they stood before each other in only the long underwear eschewed by NASA. They moved against each other at the same time, as if drawn by magnets. Their lips found each other, and their teeth clanged together. Leela moaned, his hands tangled in her hair, and Leela stood on her toes to press up against Damon. "'Let me see your moon rocks,' she said, reaching for him. He stopped her hands as they reached for the front flap of his long jaw." Damon stepped back and slowly slid his arms out of the sleeves of the long johns. Leela held her breath, greedily following the fabric as it slid down, down. Then, all at once, Damon removed all the clothing, revealing his entire front. Leela stared at the length of him. This this couldn't be. How is this going to work? Leela's mind raced, not processing the size. It, It was a micro penis. Leela took in Damon's form, his six-five frame and the baby carrot between his legs. It wasn't exactly what Leela had in mind, but she was a professional, goddammit, and the earth was on the line. Leela, so stupid, Leela reached for his manhood, cupping it entirely in her one palm. Damon groaned. Leela kissed him, Marveling that this giant, sexy man had a medium flow size tampon between his legs, but still he managed to get her hot. She stepped <laughs> so stupid. She stepped out of her own long johns, and Damon pulled her flush against him, ready to come on board. He breathed into her ear, his hot breath tickling her senses. Damon kissed Leela deeply as he fell back against their space bunk bed. Leela wrapped her legs around his waist and he entered her female clam pot. Ew. Lila braced herself for the initial sharp pain of herself adjusting, but there was nothing. Hmm, guess that's a bonus. The pair started moving together, finding a rhythm. Take me to the moon, Lila groaned as his dick swirled inside of her. Again, very gross, I'm so sorry. Oh, baby, you are already there, Damon groaned, gripping her hips leela had to hand it to him it wasn't the size of the pencil but rather that it wrote and he wrote really well oh you like that ram my big dick damon growled oh um sure leela <laughs> responded catching herself she did not show her confusion leela felt her insides clench drawing that feisty carrot inside Oh shit, last off, Damon grasped as he pushed Leela off his waist, causing her to make several rotations in the zero gravity. When Leela stopped spinning, she caught Damon's gaze and grinned. He pushed the floating fluids away and floated towards her. He kissed her briefly on the forehead. Leela sighed to herself. Mm -hmm. That was one small step for man and an even smaller step for womankind. So, yeah, that was my story. I guess I will see you all in church and burning in hell with me. That was a pretty great time. Um, let me know if you actually like this or if this is something that's a viable use of my time or if I should just go back to doing puzzles. Either's fine. This is a lot of work, but it seems pretty fun to me. Um, I did set up an email thinking that, oh, my God, I'm doing so great. I'm very professional. This is also when I was very drunk. But if you have suggestions for the categories for MASH, feel free to email me. Um, I set up the email. It is the podcast at gmail.com. I also made an Instagram. I think it's the Smash Podcast. Honestly, I don't really remember. There's a lot of things out there. So I'll get back to you. Mm, goodbye.